0: Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Why, hi, and welcome to Episode 205 of Martha Runs the World. I hope you're all ready or getting ready for Christmas. Yes, it's just here. It's here This next weekend, I know it's crazy, crazy how fast it comes along, and crazy how fast 2023 is going to be upon us. My gosh, it's here already. (laughs) It's wild how things just make itself known. It's like the, the year passes so quickly, and things just are like... 2022 is over and 2023 is right here. I know it's it's such a cliche to say how fast time goes, but it really does and we really need to make the most of our time, don't we? We can't waste it because it's so precious. It just goes by so fast. End of the year is a great time to think about things and to think about the upcoming year. And what we want to do in the upcoming year. And I know you probably already have your big races planned. Maybe you got into the New York Marathon or Boston. And congratulations if you did. Maybe you're going to do the Tokyo Marathon or London. Congratulations. Maybe you got into Western States or, or Leadville. Or hard rock and and congratulations again if you did. Maybe you're doing the race of your dreams or maybe you're doing your first ultra or your first marathon and I think that's spectacular. But this week I have 12 marathons that might be fun for you to do in 2023. Half marathons are a really nice distance because you can train for them but they don't take all of your time to train they don't take all of your time to recover. You can plan one for a vacation. You can go enjoy the marathon and yet still be feel fine afterwards and still enjoy the rest of your vacation. I have picked some out where it would be really fun to spend a vacation at if you want to take a few extra days after your race and go and enjoy the area. I figured... The time of year to go do these races would be a great time. I have one for each month. Let's go over these, and I hope that um, you get some ideas and maybe travel for a race. It's really fun to go travel for a race. I highly suggest it, and I'm going to do an episode in the near future on traveling for a race and to give you some help and some tips and some hacks as they say, as the kids say, how to help you plan and travel better for your upcoming race if you do indeed plan on traveling. All right, so now we're going to start with January. Now, it might be too late for this January, but it's not too late to think about 2024. But In January, I'm going to start with Florida and the Key West Half Marathon. And this looks really fun. It's a beautiful time of year where the highs are in the 75 and the lows of 64. And I do have a friend in Key West. So if I went to do it, I'd do it. i definitely say hi to my friend. But it looks like a really fun party. It starts with the runners meet and greet on Thursday. There's an expo on Friday and Saturday and the big pasta dinner. And the race itself starts at the Key West Historic Seaport and the course runs along the edge of town and along the water. And it follows the water all along the edge, along the course. And there's music, there's bands along the whole course. And there's a big party with bands afterwards. What fun! I can't think of a more beautiful place down there and a more wonderful place to have a race and have a party. And I think that's a great way to start the year and a fun time. And then in February, Kagawa Marugami International Half in Sanuki, Japan. So if you want a destination race, this is a really really cool one. It started out as a full marathon in 1949, but they shortened it to a half in 1971. The town of Marugama, Marugami has about a hundred thousand people. It's on the island of Shikoku in southern Japan it's south of Tokyo but it's in a beautiful area it's a small town but there are lots of accommodations and it's a small race with about a thousand entries but they do get a lot of foreign runners who travel there for this race and it looks like the elite competition is tough but it looks like a very fun race it begins and enters in the Marugami Stadium that and circles and the race itself circles the town and it would be very fun of course to travel to japan and to do a race there in a small little half marathon race i mean if you can't get into the tokyo marathon this would be something else and it'd be a different kind of race of course because tokyo marathon is huge with lots and lots of entries and in march i have the Barry half marathon in rome georgia and Berry College, on their website, they say they're the largest campus on Earth. Now I'm not sure if that's true, but the race itself is all on the campus, and it doesn't use any public roads. It's about 72 miles north of Atlanta, in a beautiful part of the state. The course is relatively flat there, and it, it just—it's all on the campus. And the average temperature in Georgia in March is about 62 degrees, so the weather is perfect. It's a beautiful time of year, and there's so much to do. You could go off in the mountains, do some camping, or just go for drives and see some beautiful country that time of year. In April, the the Dick Lighty Classic in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And who was Dick Lighty? From the website, uh, Dick Lighty was a running guru. He was a devoted runner and run promoter in the Green Bay area. Like many runners in the 70s, he ran for the simple joy of running. Dick owned and operated the first running store in the Green Bay area, the Joggers Joint, which was located on the east side of town on the corner of East Mason and Main Street. He helped organize many of the local races through the store and began Wednesday fun runs held at the Ashwaubenon High School. In 1981, Dick organized the inaugural Dick Lighty Spring Classic to give folks the opportunity to run together and compete. True to his beliefs, it was a very modest event. Only two water stops were provided, one at the start and one at the end. It was a tough course with long climbs and was traditionally known for having bad weather. While being a competitive event, it was mostly a low-key fun event for people to enjoy running together in. After Dick's death in 1996, the race was taken over by Deb and Mark Ernst, owners of In Competition. Sticking with the tradition, the, the Ernst kept the race with the same quirks as Dick did and donated any money raised through the event to a local charity. Due to the passing of Deb shortly after the race in 2016, the official event was not held in 2017, but a friend run was still held to commemorate the event. Okay, in 2018 it was back, then uh, they they held it every year since. Proceeds from the race will go to the Green Bay Running Club Kids Running Program. Participants are invited to finish a a Mighty Lighty Challenge, which means competing not only the half, but also the 5K and a 10K in that same week. Each finisher gets extra swag. It sounds really, really fun. If you're in that part of the country and you want to do something really good and help a great running community, that sounds amazing. I mean, if you're in Wisconsin or you're in that area, that sounds something that you would do. It, I would do if in that if I was in that area. What a, a terrific, terrific event. And the next one would be definitely destination worthy. It's the Hampton Court Palace Half in Molesley, UK. And this is just outside of London. It's not far at all. And I have actually been to Hampton Court, and I would love to do this one. I'm thinking about traveling there. I don't know if I'll be able to afford to, but I'd love to go there again. And if I do go there, I'm going to do this race. The race begins and ends on Palace Grounds. It's 35 minutes from Waterloo Station in London. So you can stay in London and just take the take the train out, take the train out there and it just have a great, great race. It goes throughout the, the town of Moseley. And what sights you do see, amazing. You get to see the whole palace. You get to see the whole grounds. You get to see the whole town. I can't think of any place nicer, really. How incredible. That is just definitely worth traveling to. And then you have the whole of London and all of the UK afterwards. (laughs) You, You don't have to stay in London if you don't want to. You can go off and see whatever you want in that part of the world. In June, talk about destination races, the Grand Teton Half in Jackson, Wyoming. Now, this is from the website. Possibly our prettiest course ever. You'll run a flat paved road over the Snake River and through scenic pastures. A peaceful, well-packed dirt road on the final miles leading up to a stunning reveal of the Grand Teton Mountain Range and a picture-perfect finish line. Wow! This is another place that I've been, and I would love to go back. This is a glorious part of our country. If you have not been to this part of Wyoming and this part of the country... You need to see it. It is just so beautiful. And you can go out there and go to the race. You can camp if you want. You can rent a, an Airbnb. You can rent a hotel. Now, hotels in that part are very expensive. But I'm sure it might be worth a splurge. If you're going out with some friends, you can rent rent a cabin. Like I said, you can you can rent a van or something and camp. And then after the race... You can enjoy the the Tetons. You can go to Yellowstone Park. There are so many places you can go out there. There's no shortage of things to see in that part of the world. And why wouldn't you? (laughs) There you are in this glorious part of our country. And you do this wonderful race where it would be really hard not to stop during your race and take pictures. (laughs) So I don't don't know if you'd want... To get a PR or if you're going to stop say oh my god a PR do I stop and take a picture <laughs> so you could have a hard time choosing during this race that would be a lot of fun you'd have a great time during that race it would just be really really fun it's so so nice there it's just an incredible place the next one in July we're going to the east coast the Coney Island half marathon in Coney Island New York It starts at the parachute jump on the boardwalk. You can't get more New York than summer on the boardwalk on Coney Island. It's a straight, flat, half marathon out and back, right along the beach. And the weather in New York City itself can be hot and humid, but you're next to the Atlantic Ocean, so you're going to get a a little bit cooler and you're going to get those nice ocean breezes and it, it's pretty out there by the ocean you get a beautiful view of the atlantic ocean and you get those nice breezes and i think that would be a lot of fun because right after the after the race you have the coney island you've got this great place to party afterwards and you stay in New york you take the subway out to the race you take the subway back to the race And then you've got this entire city to have a great time in. You can go out to see a Mets game. You can go to see a Yankees game. You can go see a Broadway show if that's what you're into. You can go out to dinner. You've got this whole city to have fun in. I always go out there during the winter to see Rangers games, so I'm always in in, i never go to Coney Island. I'm like always there in wintertime. It's always closed. So I never go out there. I'd love to go out there in the summertime. So this would be a really fun event to go to, I think. Go out there. Got to get yourself a Nathan's hot dog. You have to have that. Got to have a Nathan's hot dog afterwards. And since you ran that whole way, you can definitely afford it in calories. You can even go back to the city and have a slice of the best pizza in the world. You can even have a slice of Junior's Cheesecake. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is the best. Last time I was visiting out there, I had Junior's Cheesecake every night because they have a little stand in Grand Central. My hotel was like three blocks from there, so wherever i I'd go, I'd stop by there and stop by the uh, the stand, get a slice of the cheesecake, and take it back to my hotel room. <laughs> It was so good. and Let's see. That was July. Okay. August. We're going to Oregon now. We're going back to the West Coast. Oregon, Bridge of the Gods Run and Columbia River Highway. Now, this is on the north part of Oregon to the east of Portland, in a little bit on the Columbia River, on the Bridge of the Gods. Now, I first heard about this bridge when... I started following through hikers of the Pacific Crest Trail. One of the big things that through hikers look forward to is crossing the Bridge of the Gods, and it's huge. But when they cross it, there's like no pedestrian lane for them to walk, and the, the cars go across it, so they have to be careful of the cars. Well, for this race, they closed the bridge entirely, so all the runners get to run on it. And not have to worry about it. It's very cool. And then the runners run down the side of the highway right along the river. And it's absolutely beautiful. They get this gorgeous, gorgeous view of the Columbia River. And this race looks absolutely spectacular. And this is definitely a destination race. Where they get you can do whatever you want afterwards, you can go off and do and go down the river some more and do some camping along the river. you can go to any of the mountains in the area. I mean you've got Mount St. Helens, you've got Mount Hood, you've got all these incredible places to go camping to go to go do some more backpacking to go trail running to do whatever you want to do in this area it's just to, or just relax if you don't want to feel like doing anything you don't have to. If you're into fishing, if you want to do that, if you want to go rafting, they've got rafting, whatever you want to do, you can do tons of stuff up there. So they've got all that up there. Now, the race, this race fills up quickly and it's open now. So if you want to do it, I would suggest signing up for it because you, it won't last long. It'll be, it'll close up quick. And this company that has this going, that is doing this one also has a couple other races, and they look really cool. They're very interesting and they all look great. Talk about destination races. The next race really looks amazing. This is, we're going all the way across the globe to New Zealand. It's the Wangamata Half Marathon in Wangamata, New Zealand. And this is on the North Island of New Zealand. And this is next to the Bay of Plenty. It's on this little, little beach town of Wangamata. It's not that far from Auckland. It's not really a far drive. And if, if you want to make that trip, it's it looks beautiful. It's a gorgeous course. The race course circles the beach town and then goes off into the hills. And it's not that much of an elevation gain. It's less than 500 feet elevation gain. And then it circles back into the town and there's some hotels in town. There's a few. You can rent a house or you can drive in from Auckland. Like I said, it's not that far. And it's just an absolutely just picturesque area. It's beautiful. It's really, really nice. It looks great. They say that the the race raises money for, for kids who, who can't afford to run in the town. And it really does nice things for the community. A lot of these races do. These smaller races really help the community. And that's why I truly believe in supporting small races if you can. Sure, we like the big races too. They're fun. All races are fun. But if you can help to support small races, they do a lot of good. We'll be right back. Remember, it's still winter, though, in New Zealand in September, so the temps are going to be a little cooler. They're warming by that point, but it's still cool. It's going to be in the low 60s around that time by race time. So, yeah, it's good good running weather anyway. Okay, in October, run the rails in Union City and Tennessee. And this is up in the northwest part of Tennessee. It's a bit of a drive from Nashville and Memphis. And this is from the the website. Named after its rich history in the rail industry, Race Day consists of downtown fun for the whole family while also providing an exciting course for runners of all experience. While runners are on the course, friends and family can enjoy music in the park, food trucks, local boutiques, and specialty shops. It sounds like a really fun day. Why not go for a race and make a long weekend of it? It's a little bit of a drive from Nashville or Memphis. But like I said, if it's a long weekend and it's October, so the trees are going to be changing color. It's fall. It's a beautiful time of year. Apples are harvested. It's a gorgeous time to go out for a drive to see some some farmland, to see some, some mountains see some beautiful, beautiful countryside, and have a fun race. And in November, I'm going to suggest the Golden Gate Half in San Francisco. And I've done this race myself. This is a great race. If you want to run the Golden Gate Bridge, and everybody says that they do, you got to run it at least once. I've run it enough. <laughs> I don't think I want to run it again. But if you have never run the Golden Gate Bridge in a race, this is your chance. This is a really good race to do it. It's cool in November. Everybody says they want to do it like for the the San Francisco Marathon in July. But in July, it it can be windy and cold. And our summers are not usually not that warm. Let's put it that way. November is, is kind of a better choice because it doesn't get windy and you'll have better weather the winds have died down by that point the course is terrific and that in that it goes through some of the presidio as well and you get a really nice view of some of the um the national parks of the presidio and you and it's designed really really well a lot of elevation for us for a road race now It's not a lot if you're used to trail running, obviously, but it's a lot of elevation for a road race, but it's, it's really exciting race and you you probably get a lot more of a workout than you used to, but it's a great, great race. It's a lot of fun. It begins and ends at Girardelli Square. So, which is no, which used to be an old chocolate factory. So there you go. You can get your food afterwards and have a good time. And then you can see some sights afterwards. I think it's a great race, great destination race after your race. In the next couple of days, you can you can take off and go up to Napa County or Sonoma County and see some redwoods. Or if you got a couple extra days, you can go up to Yos- Yosemite afterwards because there's a lot to do in San, Francisco, in San Francisco and California. In December, we have the last one here, which looks like really fun. It's on New Year's Eve. It's called the Time Travel Half Marathon in Fort Worth. It's held on New Year's Eve, and there are a few different distances, but but the half marathon is the, the longest. You can choose one distance or do, like, the half and the 10K or the half and the 5K and get extra swag. The medals and shirts look like Back to the Future and complete with the DeLorean, and it looks like a lot of fun. People dress in costume and have a good time and make a big party of it because that's what new year's eve is about right just having a good time and this looks like a lot of fun and people just have a good time and enjoy it and just ring in the new year and what a great time to do it because you you got to say goodbye to this year and say hello to next year with a smile on your face and i think that's excellent i chose all of these halves because none of these halves have a marathon attached to it because yes there's lots of marathons that have half marathons and that's terrific i think that's fabulous but all of these halves stand out in that they are the half is the race and i think half marathons are special all on their own and don't need to have a marathon attached i think it's a terrific distance and i think that we can have fun with them without you know, without saying, oh, well, the, there's a marathon and a half if you don't want to do a marathon. Yeah, why not? Just just do the half. <laughs> just make it the race. You don't have to do 26 miles just to prove yourself. You can do 13, 13.1. That's just as good. So I hope that gets you motivated to find something, and and maybe not even out of town. Maybe do a half in, t- in your own town. Find a small race. Support your your small race companies in your own area. Because if we don't support them, they're not going to be there. We have to have them. We really, really have to have them. All right. Now, as far as my own, well, my own walking, I'm not really running because, yeah, the, the left hip is bugging me, but I am active I'm all over my sickness, and I'm out in this cold weather. It's cold for us, and I got some good walking in this weekend. Saturday, it was in the 30s, in the low 30s, which is very cold for us. I know some of you were laughing. Oh, come on. That's not cold. But it is cold for us. It was actually frost on the ground when I went out Saturday morning, and that is very, very cold for us. But I got some good miles in. And today I got some good miles in. I I didn't go out quite as early, but I did get out, and I'm going to go out tomorrow and Tuesday, and yeah, I'm going to get as many miles as I can out. I do have my I do have a race on New Year's Eve. I'm going to walk it, but I'm going to get as many miles as I can before my hip decides to tell me that it's had enough, and I'll do what I can. Um, I'm not eating. My diet is not the greatest, but I plan to get that under control as well after Christmas, because (laughs) what's the point before? (laughs) I'll get it. I'll get it together. It's all good. I'm just happy to feel well. After you're sick for a while, you you feel well. It's okay. (laughs) All right. Well, that is today's show. And I hope you are doing well and I hope your runs are, are doing well. And thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful holiday and fabulous Christmas. And until next week, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run!